you enjoy Atlas Avenue Beat and want to help us out, visit patreon.com slash 7lamb. That's the number 7, L-A-M-B. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month. We have plenty of bonus content to choose from, and every donation goes to helping us create content such as this. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B Case 3 The Gold Hawk Part 3 Bora Bora I took a seat in an antique chair in a medium-sized room with a few candles spaced evenly along the floor. The table in front of me was made of red oak. The chair behind the table was empty, but not for long. Adam Curator, who happened to be the actual curator, was bringing me my first employee to interrogate. There are three employees that work here, and this is one of the best workers we have. Meet Gloria Petoris. She is the registrar, museum educator, docent, graphic designer, public relations officer, museum shop manager, preparator, exhibit designer, and security guard. Hi. Jesus. She does all that. What do the other two employees do? They're janitors. She does ten different jobs, but you have two janitors? It gets messy in here. Several of the upstairs windows are broken, and we've had birds flying in and out, making nests and pooping everywhere. It's true. I didn't notice any bird shit. You know why? Why? Because we have two janitors. And with that, Adam Curator left the room. I turned my attention to the woman sitting in front of me. Gloria was pretty, about 5'5", five five with dark hair and darker eyes. Her rosy cheeks glowed in the candlelight. Hello. My name is James Locke. I made a search for the missing Gold Hawk artifact. So, Miss Pederas, did I pronounce that right? No, it's pronounced Gloria. No, I'm trying to pronounce your last name. Oh, that's not Gloria. I'm aware. My name's not Gloria Gloria. I I know that. Mr. Curator told me your name. Did he say it was Gloria Gloria? No, he didn't. Hmm. Then why would you think it was Gloria Gloria? I didn't think that. Then why would you call me that? I didn't. I told you I was trying to pronounce your last name. I told you, it wasn't Gloria. I know it's not Gloria. That's my first name. Can we start over? You need me to walk in again? I just went with the introductions. My name's James Locke. I'm a private investigator hired by Mr. Curator to find out what happened to the Gold Hawk. Now, you are... My name is Gloria Petoris. Good. May I call you Gloria? You should. That's my name. Right. But normally I would refer to you by your last name to keep it professional. But Gloria's not my last name! Please, let's not go down this road again. Good, because I don't drive. Oh, whatever that means. Gloria, you were working the day the artifact was stolen? Nope. Wait, you weren't? Nope, I was not. How could you not work? You only do everything around here. Well, I don't clean things. We have two janitors for that. I've heard. I have one day off a month, and that was the day the gold hawk was stolen. That's convenient. Do you have any suspicions? I think my next-door neighbor is feeding my cat dry food when I'm not home. I mean about the gold hawk. Do you have any suspicions about who could have taken it? Well, I know Mr. Curator wouldn't do such a thing. And I don't believe Joel or Nathan would do such a thing either. You said the windows on the second floor were broken. Oh my god, 
You think a bird may have stolen the artifact? That's not what I think at all. I think maybe someone came in through the windows. Dressed as a bird? No. Why would they have to dress like a bird? So people think that they just want worms and not expensive artifacts. I thought you were supposed to be the private investigator. I, I am. When did you find out the artifact was missing? When Mr. Curator called and asked me if I moved it. And that was the next day? The next morning, yes. I spent another 20 minutes with Gloria, taking notes as I got the answers I needed, and several answers I didn't need. After she left, a Mr. Nathan Gronk came in. He wore overalls and had his name tag on backwards. What's this all about, man? Well, Mr. Gronk, you know about the missing gold hawk? Of course I do, man, but there's no way it was me. Oh, shit, man. You think it was me? It wasn't me, I tell you. I'm not saying it was you. Then why am I in here? Listen, man, I think it was someone else. Screw that. I know it was someone else. Shit. Did Curator say it was me? He always had it out for me, man. Has he? For sure. He never liked me, man. Ever since I shit on his car, called his mom a pig. I just don't get it, man. Why'd you shit on his car? I was near it. Had to shit. There was no toilet nearby. What's a guy supposed to do? Hold it? Listen, man. I had to go. And if there's one thing I learned from Jurassic Park, it's that if you have to go, then you go where you are. Otherwise, you'll run to a bathroom and get your top half chewed off by a T-Rex. That's the one thing you learned from Jurassic Park, huh? The one and only? Come on. It's not like an educational movie, man. Why did you call his mother a pig? I called his father a goat, and I need another farm animal insult. Why? Because he made me work the overnight shift, man. I'm not about that life. That's Joel's shift. Joel is the new guy, man. He should be having the shitty shifts. I'm surprised you still have a job. I ain't worried. I clean bird shit like no other. Man. Apparently. Because if I was your boss and you called my mother a pig... Listen, man. I wouldn't do that. Unless you were my boss and made me work the overnight shift. That was the hypothetical I was creating. Listen, man, if I knew what a hypothetical was, I wouldn't even be here. That doesn't make sense at all. Listen, man, are we done? We haven't even started. Well, let's hurry up. I got a sub in the break room fridge that I'm tired of not eating. Man? I interviewed this Nathan Gronk. He had some attitude on him. There was definitely bad blood between him and Curator. I learned that the back door to the warehouse was left unlocked the night of the robbery. Something he blamed on the other janitor, Joel M. Ugart. Ugart entered his Gronk left. Uh, hello. I am Joel M. Ugart. Of course. Have a seat, Mr. Ugart. Ugart was a short man with bug eyes and thinning hair. He shifted nervously in his seat. Are you okay? Yes, you must excuse me. I get a bit nervous in confrontational situations. There's nothing confrontational about this interview. I just want to ask you a few questions. About the Gold Hawk, I presume. Yes, that's correct. You worked the night it was stolen? Yes, but but I wasn't near it. I did not see anything. Did you hear anything? No, I was just as shocked as Mr. Curator when I discovered it was gone. And when did you discover that it was gone? Near the end of my shift. I was cleaning some bird shit off of a near curtain. Around what time? I believe it was around 8. Yes, yes, it was around 8. 
So eight in the morning, you find the gold hawk is missing and called Mr. Curator? I did. He rushed over immediately. Gronk said you left the back door open. No, I did no such thing. I unlocked it for the policemen when they arrived. Hmm. What is it? You're making me nervous. Nothing. Nothing at all, just thinking. It's okay, relax. Impossible. Interrogations make me uneasy. I told you. I'm just asking some questions. But I am a suspect. Everyone's a suspect. Lugard's eyes darted back and forth. He continued to adjust in his seat, trying to get as comfortable as possible. But I could see his hands were glistening, palms sweaty, knees weak, arms heavy. Is that vomit on your sweater? Yes, mom's spaghetti. Gross. I didn't have time to change. It's fine. So, I read the police reports before I arrived. They believed it was an outsider. The doors were unlocked. They were. Then someone must have broken in. I heard the windows on the second floor were broken. That's the reason for all the birds flying around upstairs. Mr. Curator does not want to spend the money to fix them. It's too bad. Not fixing them may have cost him an artifact. I continued to question Hugart. As we went on, he continued to fidget. Why was he so nervous? One final question, Mr. Ugard. Good. If it was two, I don't think I could have handled it. I know you want to be done with this. I have certain matters to attend to. My shift ended hours ago. Sorry to hold you up. I just want to know about you and Nathan Gronk. You two get along? Not particularly. It is why we do not often work together. I work the night shift. He works the day shift. So it's night and day with you two. (laughs) Literally. Oh, well, I wouldn't have stated it out loud if it was figuratively. What if it was metaphorically? I believe that's the same as figuratively. I was asking rhetorically. But you were stating it allegorically. That is impossible. We were not typically relating to any form of art, morally or politically. Metaphysically speaking. What? Nothing. That's it. Thank you for your time. I'm not even sure if he answered my question, but I had enough. I finished up my notes and then left the room. I wanted to have another word with Mr. Curator. I hope everything went well. Yes, it did. I have enough to start. I would like to see the replica, though. Of course. Mr. Curator took me into a storage room. On a small wooden table set a cardboard box. Curator reached in and pulled out a gold hawk sculpture. It glistened in the soft sunlight peeking through the torn curtains. So it is authentic? As authentic as Dolly Parton's breasts. Oh, so it's not authentic. Oh, no. Sorry. Bad example. It's authentic. Curator handed it to me to look over. See? The inscription isn't there. Is there any way it could have been altered? No. This is a completely different one. You sure about that? Positive. There are plenty of gold hawks located in the region of Bora Bora. And that's where this was found? In Bora Bora? Yes. That's weird. Why? Aren't artifacts like this normally found in areas like Egypt or China or Indonesia? Not usually a tropical island. You'd be surprised how many things you can find on a tropical island. Really? Yes. Coconuts, palm trees, sand, sticks, leaves, water, birds. What are you doing? Naming things you can find on a tropical island. Well, those are obvious. I'm talking about relics. You didn't let me finish. Birds, bugs, rocks, turtles... Bushes, and relics. You're done. And leaves. You can find leaves on an island, too. 
You mentioned that one already. Oh, then I'm done. That was really weird. Sorry. Where is Bora Bora exactly? South Pacific. It's part of French Polynesia. Ah, my favorite salad dressing. Me too. I continue to look over the artifact. Mm. May I see the note again that came with this? Of course. Curator disappeared for a few moments before returning with a folded piece of paper. (sighs) Here. I opened it and read again. Sorry for taking this. Here, have it back. Thanks. Bye. Anything else? Yes, one more thing. I pulled out my notepad, flipped to a blank page, and handed it to Curator. What's this? Can you have all the employees here write down their names, phone numbers, and addresses so that I may be able to contact them if need be? But I have all their information at the front desk. I'd rather they write it down themselves. Uh, okay. Curator walked off. There was a reason for having each person write down their own information. I wanted handwriting samples. I was pretty sure no one here had anything to do with the missing artifact, but I wanted to be absolutely positive. Gloria Gloria was conveniently missing that day it was stolen. Nathan Gronk hated Curator, and Ugart was a very nervous fella. As I waited for Curator to return, I walked around the museum. I found myself back at the vase a few minutes later. I stared at it. I could feel my heart thumping faster. I started getting heated. Damn that stupid vase and damned Lauren for coming into my life. Here you go, Mr. Locke. Thank you. Anything else? I think that'll do for now. Now that I had some clues and somewhere to start, I decided the first order of business would be to visit an old friend. A friend I hadn't seen since the Force. Hello, Felix. Well, ho, ho, and to what do I owe this oh-so-unpredictable grace of presence to my humble place of profession? What? What are you doing here? I know it's been a while, but I had a favor to ask. I haven't seen you since the day you left your stint to find a new area of expertise due to a lack of understanding when it came to protocols outside and within the law enforcement offices. Come again? I haven't seen you since you got let go from the KHPD. Yeah, I know. Felix Burner was an old friend. And when I say old, I don't mean like grandpa. I mean, we were friends some time ago. We were close friends when I was in the force. He was a handwriting expert, although he often referred to himself as a forensic document examiner because he felt handwriting expert was too limiting. Werner often used an excess of words to describe or say something that was actually pretty simple. How can I help you? You know, you could have at least taken a few precious moments out of your busy life to place a well-deserved jingle through a tangible wire for a dear friend. Sorry? You could have called. I know. That's... I'm sorry about that. Uh, life after the KHPD was tough. I lost contact with a lot of people. I heard you were still talking to the amorphous and sexist friend of yours. Paul? Yeah. But uh, that was just recently. I needed help on a case. And now you need more cooperation through an aide that has been longing to maintain some connection to the old friend that refuses to acknowledge how much the other old friend has longed to keep in touch. I, I don't know what you're saying. You want my help. But we haven't talked in forever. 
Sorry, Felix. I didn't mean to be rude. Things got hectic. I was in the hospital for some time. My, my business is taking off. I just... I, I'm sorry. It's totally fine. Sure it is. In what area of expertise can I assist you with? I have several handwriting samples that I need compared to this note. I handed Felix my notepad and the artifact return note. I doubt you'll find a match with that note, but I thought it was a good place to start, just so I could count out. Got a match! Wait, what? Turns out one of your suspects that placed their address in the small booklet you refer to as No, no need to drag this out, Felix. Where's the match? Here. Same handwriting. Mr. Joel M. Ugart. How sure are you? Keep it succinct, please. On a scale of what? One to ten. Let's do one to fifteen. Why? Because there's more range. Is it hard to place on the scale? No, I'm quite sure. Then why do we need a new scale range? Please. (sighs) Fine. Where does it place on your scale? One to fifteen. How sure are you? Fifteen. Damn it, Felix. Why did we need to adjust the scale? One to ten would have worked. Yeah, I see that now. So this note was positively written by Joel M. Ugart. He may have used his other hand to do it, but I'm sure it's the same. The R's and the E's match perfectly. Felix, you wonderful man. Sorry I didn't keep in touch, but that's going to change. Just make sure to not be someone who is so far removed from a person's life that they disappear entirely and become someone that doesn't mean anything, but perhaps a mere acquaintance. What, what, what are you talking about? Don't be a stranger. Oh, right. You got it. I ran out of Felix's office and outside to the cool afternoon air. I couldn't believe it was that easy. Ugard had written the letter. He was the one who dropped off the replica. Wow. This case may just be that easy. Now it was time to find out the most important question of all. Why? Atlas Avenue Beat. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Starring Jack Austin as Locke. Amy LeRae as Edith. James Sweezy as Paul. Brian Messick as Arthur. Robert M. Lamb as Joey. Corey Pettit as Lauren. Aiden Diamond as Simon. Contendo as Byman. Mike Lenhart as Curator. And Brett Wilkins as Donald. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Louis Ferrant, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lampodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lampodcasts. This has been a Seven Lamb production.